Welcome to A Style and Social, the podcast. I am your host, Ellie Blakeney, and I am a business coach for new upcoming entrepreneurs and influencers who want to grow their brand, maximize their income, and stop hustling. I am so excited to share today's episode with you, so let's dive straight in. Welcome to the podcast, Emma. I am so excited to have you here today. Obviously, I know quite a lot about you, but for those that are listening today, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Hi, my name's Emma. I am a mum of a little boy who's nearly two, and I I describe myself as a multi-income earner. Um, I My primary job is a midwife, um, and then during maternity leave I found this whole new world of like online entrepreneurship which I have completely thrown myself into it is the future I think like the future way of making money and yeah just really enjoying it amazing could you tell us about like the different businesses that you have going on at the moment alongside being a mom because I know you have like various different things going on and upcoming plans so could you tell us kind of what that looks like right now for you yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I'm a midwife. I do that. Um, before having my little boy, I did it full time. And then, you know, the long days, the 12 hour shifts, the night shifts, etc. And then when I had my little boy, I was like, no, like this is not the life for me. I want to be at home more. I want to be with Rowan more and my family. Um, and I was like, I need to find something else that I can do alongside this. So that's when I fell into network marketing. Um, so I'd say that's my main role and then through that I've learned all about mindset um and just that the best way to earn income is to have multiple streams of income so now I'm a midwife I'm a network marketer I'm now also a trained reflexologist self-employed and I'm just starting to dive into the world of mindset and mindset coaching predominantly for mums who want to like step into their power I think you can completely lose your identity when you first start off being a new mom. And after some time when things have settled, trying to find you again is so important. And I've kind of come through the whole circle with that. And that is exactly what I want to help other moms do as well. So that's like, that's my area right now. Yeah, amazing. And I think it's such an important thing. Like you said, I've definitely had so many clients in the past that once they've become a mom, they kind of, like you say, lose their identity and they kind of um, lose who they once were or like the person that they want to now become. So I think that's amazing. And yeah, 100% agree with you. Having multiple streams of income is definitely the way forward and just creates so much ease and simplicity. Um. So I would love to know like your story with this and how it all really began in terms of, um, obviously you mentioned you wanted more time to spend with your little boy. So things like that, like how did things begin? How did you actually think, right, this is how I'm going to do it. This is how I'm going to create more time in my life. This is the business that I'm going to start. Yeah, so I um, was approached online by a network marketing first and I am completely the type of person that was like, no, that's not my thing. Like I think there's such an it well there can be such an ick surrounding it um and I thought it was a scam and yada 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 but then I also kind of thought right I've got nothing to lose I really looked into this company and I thought right we'll just go for it and it was honestly like the best thing that I could have ever done because it opened this whole new world of online for me I've always enjoyed social media I've always enjoyed um 
yeah I've just always enjoyed social media and I've always been good at social media but just like showing my life and lifestyle not really anything more than that so I knew I wanted to tap into that making money through social media and just wasn't quite sure how and through that has opened so many more doors to so many more opportunities so yeah I started I had my little boy um, I had a really I had a traumatic pregnancy I had a traumatic birth um, and that whole thing ended up in me having a well yeah a mental health crisis really so I've been lucky enough to never have really suffered with mental health problems and um, I feel like I'm in the minority to say that so I did count myself as really lucky and wasn't ever anticipating having any issues either and then after Rowan was born everything kind of came crashing down on me so um call it like the triangle of doom so it's like a life-changing event mixed with lack of sleep mixed with trauma on top of that and everything just kind of came falling apart um I'd stopped sleeping I'd been awake 24 7 for days I'd started hallucinating I was just not in a good place whatsoever and I've really feel like I had to do a lot of mindset work. Like, obviously, I was under a therapist. I was under a psychologist. I had, and then plenty of medication as well. And through all that, managed to get through the other side through this mindset work. Mm. And I know, I obviously, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not um, qualified, I suppose, to preach and practice mental health. But the little things I've learned along the way to improve your mindset I am so passionate about sharing because our mental health services are struggling and you hear all about mindfulness and people are kind of like oh, I don't believe it'll work and kind of put off by it and surely that's not going to solve all my issues that I've got and I kind of think well for how rock bottom I was and how much it has helped me it can absolutely help you as well and I'm really passionate about um, just helping particularly mums like I said find their identity again, find that, you know, help them to get through whatever they're getting through and just teaching them, yeah, just teaching them little mindset tips that I've learned along the way and have, yeah, essentially made me the person that I am today, which I know you talk a lot, Ellie, about like supermarket Ellie versus, mm. you know, six-figure Ellie where you are now and scaling even higher. And I view myself like that as well. I've got pre-mum Emma and then I've got new mum Emma and now I've got Emma now, who I fully view myself as like an entrepreneur. And I've not got so like I've not got loads and loads and loads of money coming in, but I've managed to create a new four figure business. I'm creating, you know, got every intention on creating a six figure business yeah. and scaling up and having four figure months rather than a four figure year. And if you told 2019 Emma that she would have been like, all right, you're having a laugh. You are having a laugh. There's not a chance that that's going to happen. And my whole mindset around life, around money, around everything has just done a massive flip, which I am so grateful for because because of that, there's been so many more doors that have been opened. And yeah, I'm really excited to see um, where this takes me. And I'm such a believer in everything happens for a reason. And for a long time, I kind of thought, why me? Why? Why am I feeling like this? You know, I'd gone from being this happy-go-lucky, like, living life to the full girl to I was crying every day I was suicidal I wasn't in a good place whatsoever and to be able to have pulled myself back from that is just insane like can't I, it's like looking at three different types of people and this person that I am right now is 100% the best version of myself that I've ever been so yeah 
100% and thank you so much for sharing that with us because I think this is something that a lot of people will resonate with and relate to and I think it's also really important to be so open about where we once were because I think very much social media you see where that person is right now but it's more so like but where have they come from and how what was the missing piece like how did they actually get to where they are now so I think it's really good for those listening to understand where you once were versus where you are now Um, and I think as well like you said a lot of people can almost be like skeptical around mindset work and almost think it's a way of time and I was definitely victim of that and I always thought oh no I just need strategy like always strategy work Mm -hmm. step-by-step logic and then suddenly I hit this point in my business and my life where it's like actually the thing that's going to take me to the next level and this applies not only in business but like relationships and friendships and day-to-day life is that mindset and the energetics as well that goes alongside mindset work um and you briefly touched around money as well which is what this um episode is going to be about and we're really going to deep dive into money mindset so I would love to actually ask you was there any potential um like obstacles or particular challenges that you had specifically around money when you were first starting your business um and what that kind of looked like and what that felt like for you 100% so I was very I've always been brought up that you should be really careful with your money which obviously I completely agree with but you should be really careful with your money you shouldn't be spending it for almost like you shouldn't be spending things for pleasure like you need to be saving for a house you need to be saving for the future um and I didn't realize just how limiting that mindset was so obviously I went into network marketing and you don't have to buy a startup kit but I knew if I wanted to show off these products I wanted to be using them anyway um and even that being like right, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to purchase this. And that was terrifying because I thought, well, this isn't going to, this isn't, this isn't going towards my house. This is money that yeah. could go towards my deposit. This is money that could go towards my future children. Like that is where my mindset was. Um, But ultimately, if I didn't do that, then I was never going to, that was the first goal to get past because if I didn't do that, there was never going to be anything. Um, And again, with things like, I know we're going to speak today about permission to prosper and joining your course and even finding you Ellie and seeing all the different courses and the master classes and everything and thinking oh but I oh why do I need to put my money towards that I don't understand now I'm like <laughs> Ellie, you're so stupid <laughs> but that was just the mindset I was in and I was very afraid of money like I know that sounds a bit silly but I was so scared I was scared of using it when money would come my way I'd feel scared to spend it but equally, I'm not a frugal person. And so I'd find myself, money would come my way and I'd be spending it on all these things that I didn't need. And then there'd be things I didn't think I needed, which I definitely did. Yeah, I wasn't spending money on them either. Like my mindset around the whole thing was just, it wasn't great at all. So that for me was a major obstacle. Um, And, you know, coming through the other side of this, learning to invest in myself in my business whether that is through master classes and online courses through my products through yeah everything whether you know it's even spending money on a website like a domain name for myself and things like that once upon a time that wasn't important for me but now I know that I have to make them steps to get to that end goal and I'm not going to be able to get to that end goal if I don't invest in myself and my business from the start off but that was a massive obstacle for me to work through and I'm still working through it like I'll be honest there's still some days where I think 
oh, am I doing this right? Should I have spent money on that? Um, and then, yeah, there's a whole, I'm sure we'll talk, talk about it in this yeah. podcast to be fair, but yeah, For whole sure. minefield to work through. Yeah, and I think 100%, like even myself, I've been doing like mindset work and specifically around money for years now, but you still have those moments where it can creep back up on you. And I think the amazing thing with doing the mindset work is how quickly you bounce back once you've done it. It's like something that might have caught you up for like days or weeks or hours may just be like little thought pops into your head. Like, are you sure you want to spend that? Is that like a waste of money? But then you bounce back so much quicker from it after doing this mindset work. And definitely I relate to you in terms of like the fear of actually spending money. And I think for me, it's, I'm very similar. Like I came from, obviously I used to work at a supermarket. I had minimum wage. I had very little disposable income. So every time I was spending that money, it was like, it had to be so intentional, so specific of where that money was going to go. And I'd almost feel like this attachment to it, where it was like, if I spend this money and I invest this money, I almost wanted like this guarantee of like, well, I need to make that money back. I don't know if you've ever found uh-huh. that. Yeah, definitely. And I know you've spoken about this before on various like podcasts and, and trainings and whatever, but um, I was so brought up with that mindset of you need to work hard mm. and you need to be working hard to almost deserve that money and be worthy of that money. And again, working in the NHS, I'm sure anyone that's kind of listening to this will agree with me, is obviously you work your hours to get whatever money you get. And I mean, you don't join the NHS for money. You join because you want to be in a caring profession. But And then the money comes separate to that. But equally, if you want more money, you know, you've got to do all this overtime and you've got to bump, book bank shifts that we call them. And, you know, because you're banking in that money, that is literally the, the, you know, logic behind it. And for me, switching from that mindset of I need to work more to get more money to realise and there's this whole other world of gaining money and leveraging and high ticket and all of these different, you know, and... I feel like I'm going off on a tangent a little bit as well, no, but just things that are um, value as well, like learning all about the value of money and what's valuable to me might not be valuable to you and vice versa. And that you've got to tap into the mindset of your customer, tap into the mindset of your client, because they might be thinking like you used to think like, oh, I, I don't want to spend that much money in that, or I don't deserve to spend that much money on that. I'm not worthy of spending that much money on that. And just, just yeah, tapping into that mindset of them and making, being aware that your product doesn't have to be for everyone. Your product is so valuable because it's for that one specific person out there that thinks, yeah, I get it and I want that. Um, just so, yeah, so much like light bulb moments have come from just all these different mindset trainings. It's insane. Yeah, for sure. And I think as well, we should really dig deeper on the whole thing of feeling worthy of that money, because I definitely um, had that mindset of like, if I want to get X amount of money, then I need to work X amount of hours. And this whole idea of like passive income was so foreign to me. And it really like confused me the fact that you could be literally like sitting on the sofa or like chilling in the garden and get money like into your Mm -hmm. bank account, like sale after sale after sale. And I think I almost used to feel like guilty for getting money in an easy simple way when there are people that are out there working so incredibly hard for example people that are working for NHS like yourself Mm -hmm. and I really had to almost like internally battle with that as well um on top of that and I think it definitely comes down to that feeling of like actually trusting that 
you are worthy of that money. So I would love to ask you, like, was there a certain shift or something you did to make yourself essentially understand that you were worthy of X amount of money or working less and receiving money? Yeah, definitely. So like it was, I always rave on about it to you, Ellie, but it genuinely was permission to prosper. Like that course blew my mind and the amount that I've recommended it to friends Mm -hmm. and, you know, people that I speak to online because, it's something that's not spoken about and especially when you're like in the NHS world I'm not exposed to court I've never been exposed to corporate work you know I left work I left school when I was 18 went straight into uni went straight into midwifery and now I'm 25 nearly 26 and here we are I've never been exposed to that corporate world I've never been exposed to any other ways of making money apart from you work hard you do your hours and you get paid Mm -hmm. for the hours that you're working and you get paid more the more hours you work So to try and find, like, to try and really understand and think, what, so I don't have to work 60 hours a week to earn extra money? Like, that that, that doesn't work. How does that work was crazy. And learning about permission to, you know, going on to permission to prosper and learning all about the mindset behind that um, really, like, was a huge shift, like, the biggest shift. I'm trying to think which um learning about like the energy of money yeah I I am such like and again this is only since having Rowan this is only since you know shifting my mindset and investing in time and learning about mindset and like the law of attraction and the theories around surrounding energy and and things like that um I'd never considered that money has energy and for me yeah that that was the biggest one was learning that like what you put in, you get out. Mm-hmm. So if you're afraid of money and you're fearful of money and you're afraid of the consequences of money, be that good or bad, why should you expect money to flow to you? Because you are putting that physical money blockage up. And that for me was huge, like breaking down that money blockage. Um, since I have seen the physical flow of money, like an insane, <laughs> like an insane physical flow of money. And I'm not gonna lie like the first time I heard you say it I was a bit like okay (laughs) like I trust you so I'm just gonna go ahead and do it and I read into it more and I looked into it more and I listened more and as soon as I made that switch I remember messaging you the week after like Ellie you will never guess what's just happened (laughs) yeah literally and I feel like we should talk about that if you don't mind sharing so for those that are listening as well permission to prosper is our money mindset money energy course and it's basically a deep dive into how to attract more abundance and more money with ease and something that emma mentioned there about the energetic leaks of money sometimes financially if we're not looking at our bank accounts or we're avoiding looking at it um i've had clients before tell me that you know they're going to a shop and just hope that their card doesn't decline um (laughs) right and like we've all been there or you'll have moments where it's like you have no idea what's going out of your business or out of your personal bank. All of these are, are money leaks and energetic leaks. And just like you said, when we have all of these leaks and, you know, we don't have this crystal clear clarity around our money, then it's really hard for money to actually flow in easily when we're so it's kind of like so messy and chaotic in our bank accounts. I know for me, like especially when I worked in the supermarket, I was scared to open up my bank account because literally. I had no idea what was in there. I had like no idea what was left. I had no idea what was going out. I was only probably getting like 
six seven hundred pound a month and very similar to like what people tell me now is like i would go in i remember like sainsbury's was local to me at the time and i'd go into sainsbury's to buy my food and i'd be like please don't decline please don't decline and you'd literally <laughs> hope for the best which is <laughs> so like if you think about it now that is a massive energetic leak so if you're listening to this now and you're you're like thinking shit that's literally me then this is something we deep dive into to inside permission to prosper but something you can do now is just looking up ways that you can clean that up so maybe making a spreadsheet of what's coming into your business into your personal bank versus what's going out um but yeah emma you were one of the first to go through permission to prosper and i would love for you to share um the wins that you had because i remember you messaging me being like oh my god like just taking it and this has happened and this has happened and it was just crazy yeah no absolutely so yeah that was a massive money leap for me was I had no idea what was coming in I had a rough idea but more importantly I had no idea what was coming out and I'd kind of get my money in for the month and I'd think oh yeah hopefully that should do it like I should be able to make ends meet um but I knew I had credit cards in the background that needed paying off and they weren't, the interest was rising on them. And I might have not looked at them for months because I was like, no, I, I don't want to. I'm scared. I don't want to look, which is a horrible feeling. Um, and not knowing what dates payments were coming out and being shocked when I logged in and I was like, oh my God, where's that all gone? I thought I had hundreds and hundreds more and that payment's just completely like gone. Um, so the first thing I did was I actually used Asana to mm. um, track my spending. So I got all my income, all my outgoings, what credit cards I needed and how much I wanted to put towards saving every month, because that is still so important to me. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, this is not good. Like it was completely off balance. I couldn't believe how much I was actually spending compared to how much was coming in. And I knew that the lifestyle that I, not even the lifestyle that I wanted, the lifestyle that I thought I was living was not matching the income that was coming in. And that's really vulnerable for me to say that. Like that's um, quite scary. And Permission to Prosper was only what, two months ago, tops? Yeah. yeah. Uh, since then, that has already shifted. And especially this month that has just gone, I had money left over in my bank account, at, like, a good chunk of money left over in my bank account by the end of the month which is obviously now that has gone into savings and like anything else is just a bonus and abundance like I, that for me was like oh my god this is working this is real um so yeah I'd done the first two weeks of permission to prosper and my mind had been blown I'd unlocked this whole like new thing surrounding money and I'd worked on my energetic leaks I'd gone through every single bank statement I'd gone through all my I say all my credit cards I've got like three it's not much but I'd been through my credit cards I worked out what was owed what I needed and I had this one specific credit card that I knew I could pay but I was like oh no I'm gonna put it towards savings or I need to keep it in my bank because I need that money for something else and then as soon as I thought I thought that is an energy energetic leak right there that is a money leak right there and I went fuck it like I'm just gonna pay it and I did. I just paid the credit card off and I was like, my palms were sweating. I was absolutely petrified. I was like, what have I done? In that same week that I had just like sealed up that money leakage, I got a new car mm. and a new phone. My credit score went up and we got a mortgage in principle. <laughs> it's and none of them, none of them were planned. I wasn't due a new car. I wasn't due... Um, 
yeah we'd had mortgage and principles in the past but like I'd found my house and I knew which one I wanted we weren't I wasn't due a new phone I wasn't due a new car but my mindset had shifted so much around money just from paying off that wrong one credit card that suddenly this money was flowing abundantly to me and equally I felt so much more happier to spend it like I remember ringing up I saw I was like oh I could really do with a new car but I was like oh, I'm not gonna get one I'm just gonna look online and and see what there is found this car and I was like that's what I need I love it and I'm not a car car person like I love my new car that I've got and it's really high spec and I never imagined myself being able to own it and I thought I'll just ring up the I'll just ring up the dealership and I'll I'll see what they say and we crunched some numbers and I went yeah I'm gonna buy it I'm gonna buy it like I trust that you know I'll test drive it when I get down there some people might say that's stupid but I just felt so pulled towards doing this thing for me something which was huge and an amount of money that I never would have used, like previously spent and I went yeah I'll buy it and then the rest came rolling in the new phone came rolling in another credit card payment like got done um I've rang up about the mortgage in principle and we got that sealed and that was the best start to 2023 the rest is history like they are my four things that I wanted to get sorted and I did them within a week this was before crazy. even the last two weeks of permission to prosper like it was ridiculous even my other half was like what has happened like have you just had like a massive boost in business and I had I suddenly had all this money coming in from network marketing and I had um yeah just money I was finding money on the floor I was being sent gift cards randomly I was being refunded things I didn't realize I deserved a refund for and suddenly all this money was coming into my bank and I just he was like well but why and I was like because I have switched my mindset up around money and I have blocked these energetic leaks and I am so even two months down the line so aware of when money is coming in when money is going out and like we've just been out for lunch now we've been to like a bougie little cafe for lunch and we went for tapas and usually I'd be like oh well we could have maybe two plates and maybe a side and and that you know hopefully that'll be all right and that won't be spending too much money and I was like no let's pick what we want we got loads of plates we got coffee we got wine like we got the whole shebang and not feeling guilty about it we've got full tummies we've had lovely family time together and it's just made the world of difference like it's crazy yeah and I think this just goes to show as well like two weeks into the course which is mainly around like the energetic leaks and it's so good that you did the asana setup as well and looking at all your finances that way so like permission to prosper deep dives into that but it's crazy that even just doing because the course is four weeks so even just doing half of it and you had such huge shifts where you're paying off credit cards you're able to get your car your phone mortgage and principal like it's just absolutely insane um and i think it goes to show as well that how even small things like not looking at your finances and having that fear, like the, the feelings of fear around money will energetically block money coming in. And it's like all of the things you got refunded and stuff like that were probably sitting there and almost like pendant energy, but because you then had the clean energy and the capacity for money to yeah. come in. Cause I think this is another thing as well. It's like actually having the mental capacity to hold that money. And I think that's what scares a lot of people is like they're struggling to manage and maintain their current financial situation so the thought of having 10k months for example it's like well how, how would I spend that money how would I manage it and the first step is actually getting used to managing 
the current money that you have coming in and uh-huh. going out and all of the things um so yeah I think that's absolutely incredible and such a huge shift is there anything else um like transformation wise that happened or something specifically that you did um after taking permission to prosper that really shifted something for you yeah definitely so every month now before payday I go through my asana I work out what what went out that month what's coming in this month what surprises came through that month whether it was like you know finding money I found 50 quid in coat pockets that week like I can't tell you (laughs) how mental that week was when I became so aware of allowing money to flow effortlessly to me Oh, it was madness. Anyway, it just keeps coming to me like that, remembering the little things. Um, No, but I'd obviously been following Ellie for some time now. I had full trust in the um, in in the advice and and the teachings that you were given and you advertised Evolve. Mm. Um, And I had looked at this course and it was screaming my name. I felt so pulled towards it. And then suddenly that block came back and I was like, oh, no, that's a lot of money. I can't I don't deserve to to spend that much money on myself, especially because it's not physical. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's not like buying a new handbag. It's oh, not like, yeah, you can't physically touch it. Obviously, it's a physical course, but you can't physically touch it. And I'd never made kind of an investment or a payment into myself like that. And I even remember saying to you, like, oh, what monthly payment plan can we do? And mm. I really want to do it. Oh, I'm not sure. Um oh I've had a bill come out maybe you know I shouldn't do it and then I just was like you know what I need this like I'm doing it I remember I became obsessed with the word evolve yes I don't ever like I became fully obsessed with the word evolve and every day I was trying to make little changes and thinking well what would six figure Emma do what like how can I evolve into this woman that I want to be whether that's mummy Emma whether that's you know cool ML like whatever um and yeah I was like I'm being so pulled towards this like I just I deserve it I deserve to do it and I made that initial payment and yeah we did come up with payment plans but that's totally fine and that is what allowed me to enter Evolve and even since then it's just been like expansion of that permission to prosper mindset times 10 because obviously permission to prosper is so money based but evolve is such there's I there's really nothing out there like it like it's so mindset based on how you view yourself and the person you want to be and driving yourself to get there I feel like the two go really hand in hand um and yeah I was even just saying to Ellie obviously it was like time for the next installment um of paying towards the course and unlike Emma that paid that first installment and was like oh okay I'll do it and I was so nervous and it was a big chunk of money this time I was like Ellie send me the link I'm gonna pay it yeah. and usually I, you know previously not necessarily the month before but say like last year if I was spending x amount of money I would have been oh maybe I'll put it on that credit card oh maybe I'll take that out of my savings which would have obviously come with the block of no I I can't take out of my savings asking to borrow money and I was like no I'm just gonna pay it so I paid it on my debit card like straight up not a problem that is absolutely fine and I remember saying to you I feel so good about it that because I know that money is going to come back yeah. and I said I remember voice noting you and I said it's going to come back and it's going to come back in double and we haven't spoken since then but it has 
like no way. All, already this week whether it's again through refunds I wasn't anticipating um sales I had an incredible month of sales um especially in the last 48 hours like everything just blew up and I was going through like my back office as I call it and it was like purchase 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 like my customers were going wild customers were coming to me that I'd never really spoken to before saying I want to buy one um and yeah I've already made that money back <laughs> actually this was literally like what two days ago if that... two days ago yeah three maybe ago. at a push <laughs> it's crazy it's no, I remember listening to your voice note. I was upstairs actually um I can't remember what I was doing but I remember listening to your voice note and it gave me goosebumps because you could just tell the shift in you versus and it's really interesting actually because when you joined Evolve I think was it maybe like the last day or the day before and yeah I think you messaged me or I was like just checking in it wasn't like it, there was no pressure it was like just checking in yeah. the last day and you're like I want to do it like you had the it was like I want to do it I want to do this even if it felt a little bit scary and mm-hmm. then I think we look at what happened like two days ago or three days ago it was like it was literally like you said send me the link it made you feel actually empowered paying that yes yeah you had that shift in energy what happens two days later well the money's already been returned back and more like it's the shift in your energy as much as, and like the mindset is what shifts your energetic output. And like mm-hmm. we go into um, like in Evolve when we've done law of vibration and stuff like that, that's what energetically changes around you. And that's how money can then flow in. And it makes a lot of sense if you think about it, because if you have this kind of, um, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see me like grabbing my hands. I don't know how to explain it, like tightness around money, like you're holding onto it. It makes uh-huh. sense why that would then block money coming in because you're restricting it, right? It's like you're holding so tightly onto it. You're saving every single penny or like you say, when you went out for lunch, even small things like this. And like for those, like anyone that's listening right now, those small shifts make the biggest impact. It's literally things like going for lunch and actually getting what you want to get rather than thinking, oh, I'll save this little bit of money here and I'll save this little bit of money here. Of course, you need to be able to... um financially provide for yourself but this is we're more talking like when you've got the disposable income there how are you spending it and how are you saving and how are you investing I used to have this big thing as well I don't know if you've ever had this but I would find it really easy to spend money business-wise because I was like well that's an investment in me but if it was something like getting my nails done which is still an investment in me I would have guilt come up I don't know if you've had that it's more like if it was a personal spend it would feel different yeah do you know what interestingly for me it was the other way around Mm. and I think that says so much about how we value ourselves not that neither is positive or negative just that for me I was like again and I think it comes to the physical tangible things I was like oh I'll get my eyelashes done oh I don't mind spending that much in I mean my hair needs doing desperately but I was like oh I don't mind spending that much on getting my hair done but anything else whether it was even putting money into savings or putting money into business I'd be like oh I don't know if I can do that and I just think that's I don't know the reason behind it I don't know why I felt like that but regardless there was that blockage coming from somewhere and um, yeah it was just interesting I think it's definitely a lot to do with like childhood and the way that we're mm-hmm. brought up and how it sometimes it can be like your family's beliefs and views of like what you should be spending money on and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like I think you briefly mentioned at the start around how that money could be used for like future children or a house or et cetera, et cetera. And I think my childhood was always like you save money to get a house and get a car and yes. like you don't like it's spending money on yourself, but it's not like physical. Like it's not, yeah. if, 
for example, like getting your nails done, when I was younger, I would have deemed as like a waste of money. When really mm-hmm. now I see that as like investment into myself. But yeah. I think definitely to do with like my parents' beliefs um, and just like general people in my family, it was always like invest into your education and your knowledge because knowledge mm-hmm. is wealth. Um, and then obviously like the physical things like the house and the car, but it was never like you would never invest in, like designer clothes, it would be deemed as like waste of money. Why would you want that yeah. one? a top for five pound I don't know but do you know yeah. I think it's definitely stemmed from like childhood and people you surround yourself with which again is so important why we surround ourselves with other people who are I would say like energetically clean around money like if you're surrounded with people that are also um having like let's say for example maybe they've got like masses amount of debt and they're refusing to look at their bank account or um they're recklessly spending on just like it's really unintentional and they're just spending on anything and everything mm-hmm. naturally you will pick up traits of that and this is something i noticed actually um so in the summer um last summer i so obviously i split up with my partner at the start of the year then summer i had a bit of a a crazy summer if you like like I went out a lot more but I was hanging around with people who I've never hung around before because it was like friends of a friend and we were all going out and I just noticed because I was very much used to my small little friendship group which is like three of us and we're all very much like either entrepreneurial like you know we've all got our shit together basically yeah going to that to then summer of like mixing with so many different people everyone always saying oh I've got no money I can't pay that oh can you buy me this and it was like I was coming home being like shit like this I can feel that energy on me um yeah put it out because I think even that surrounding yourself with the right people is so important as well because it will impact you yeah 100% even just things you know like I would always whenever I was filling my car up with petrol I'd always be like oh, I'll just put 10 pound in or 20 pound in because what if that extra you know say 40 pounds it would take to fill a whole tank I might need that for something whereas now I'm like yeah but I need my petrol to get to where I need to be I will fill that car up full with like no worries and I know that money is coming back yeah but yeah I 100% agree like being around people who aren't and there's nothing wrong with being careful with your money. Like, I don't think me or Elia is suggesting go out and spend oh, five grand tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. It's so important to be careful with your money, but it's just opening up that new mindset around money and being like, I do deserve this. And not being like, not treat yourself as in like, mm. you know, I think so often we say treat yourself, but actually we're <laughs> terrified of treating ourselves it's having that treat in yourself and owning it and being like yeah do you know what I do deserve this yeah and I'm gonna spend that money and um whether that's on something materialistic like I'm doing that in quotation marks whether that's materialistic whether that's essential like your fuel or your food shop um just silly like I say it's silly things but they're not silly things yeah. Oh my god, can I talk about my other like um, yeah, 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 go for thing? It. yeah. So I um you suggested Ellie, because you obviously came up with this list of suggestions of things we can do to tap into that positive money energetic mindset. And you were saying about when you go to the shop, mm. not um not limiting yourself on what you want to buy. And I'm talking about like food shop here and whether it's you know, if you want to buy that branded item versus the cheap one, like buy the branded one. So we would always do our food shop at like Aldi or Tesco or whatever. And me wanting to tap into my six-figure self, bougie self, was like, do you know what? 
going to do the week- weekly shop at Waitrose. Mm. And I was like, oh, and my partner was like, oh, God, like, what are you doing? He thought I was completely <laughs> off it. He was like, we're going to end up with, like, a loaf of bread and a pint of milk and we'll have spent 100 quid. Anyway, we were going around Waitrose. Like, I was buying in everything that I wanted and I wasn't, I was trying not to look at price and just grab everything, put it in my basket. And our weekly food shop came to cheaper. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Isn't it interesting? And I think I genuinely think it is because I went in there with that mindset of I deserve this. I can get what I want. I think sometimes we can be so cautious it backfires on ourselves because diving a bit deeper into that, I feel like we go around the supermarket, be so careful at what we were buying and how much we were spending that then I'd feel like we deserved. We felt like we deserved to have that reward of treating ourselves with loads of bits that we actually didn't need. And then that was backfiring because we were then spending more money on things we didn't need. Whereas if you're just open to, yeah, I want that, so I'm going to have it, you're not looking for, you're not constantly seeking that reward or that, yeah. that validation. Um, and yeah, it came to cheaper in Waitrose. Which is crazy. I've actually been seeing loads on TikTok about M&S food as like yeah. super as well. But we all have this idea that those are like the expensive supermarkets. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't deserve to. We, especially yeah. growing up, it was like, oh, we do the M&S shop at Christmas. Yeah, that's what <laughs> we like... That was like the special shop. Yeah. Yeah. Once a year. Yeah. And this is the thing. And I, I think it's really interesting, actually, because and like like Emma said, it's it's doing this within your means. It's not just going, you know, like taking the piss, spending on anything. It's doing it within your means. And if you generally genuinely want xyz like for example rather than getting i don't know like the aldi own chris maybe actually deep down you desire the walkers branded chris like it's not massive jumps it's within your own means and what's good for you and then being really intentional with it i know for me like there's this um drink i get and it's not even it's like three pound but it's like this rose lemonade and Uh whenever i get it whoever i'm with they're like you're gonna spend three pound on a lemonade i'm like yes i am because it's bloody delicious and it makes me happy exactly (laughs) and you see it in your fridge and you're like yeah like that lemonade that's 10 10 and it's Mm -hmm. small things like that like you might get a a normal bottle of lemonades and it's a pound and this is what I mean within your means if that extra couple of pounds at the moment is that extra stretch then maybe that's not the thing that you're gonna um, necessarily change at this point but it's just a small thing you can change and I think it was one of the things I did was like definitely like going into the supermarket and actually thinking like what do I actually want and just buying Mm -hmm. that and instead of thinking um like I don't know for example like restricting myself on certain things or cutting back it was like let's be really intentional let's plan my meals out and then right I've roughly got this amount of money left to then go and spend on things that I want like the lemonade for example um so yeah I think it's it's such a it's such a big thing and like you say sometimes actually shopping at different supermarkets you kind of feel a shift like if I go into M&S food I'm like wow like it does make yeah. you feel a different type of way. And even and just it, like, e- even like like Selfridges or, yeah. you know, Harvey Nichols, them like big name. I used to walk in them and be like, oh, I don't deserve to be here. And sometimes I still feel, sometimes, especially if I've got Ro with me and I'm like maybe not dressed as like nice as I'd like to be. Whereas you find you this confidence appears doesn't it and I think people that are listening to this that aren't quite tapped into that mindset yet I guarantee you're listening going you're weirdos like what (laughs) because that was me I was like not a chance but it's so true you've just got to give it a go you've got to you've got nothing to lose from it at the end of the day as long as you're sensible around it and like you said you're spending within your means 
yeah. you've just got to give it a go and see what happens because you literally have nothing to lose yeah and I think this is the thing and like especially with permission to prosper it's we do very much like mindset work and you do the journaling you're going to dig deep with like childhood stuff but it's also the practical of the embodiment of like okay right actually go out and do this thing because we can do all of the mindset work but it's actually the practice of it that's going to give you the biggest shifts for example uh-huh. weekly food shop and things like that um but yeah, it's funny because I used to listen to stuff like this. With, I remember hearing one one person was like, um, like money's not real, money's just energy. And I thought, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yes. Now I actually understand all, all behind that. And I'm like, shit, like it actually is. And I, I think this is why I have such trust with money and business. I, I never get stressed around money anymore because I know that money is always coming in. As long as I'm taking inspired action and I'm moving and I don't have this like chaotic energy around money and I just have calm trust it's coming in it's Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of time um and I think as well having this mindset this is one thing that really helped me is like if you have got your bills covered everything else is overflow everything else is bonus instead of being like oh but I want to hit the 10k mark for and you're setting Mm -hmm. yourself these goals how about just right you've now got whatever it is you need to survive as such quote unquote survive Mm -hmm. house food stuff to look after the kids whatever that looks like maybe some money for um like clothes and appearance whatever anything else is literally a bonus like Like, that's fun yeah it's that whole thing whole thing of like divorce and the result and marrying the process yeah like just enjoying you know trying not to think oh but I need to hit that 10k month I need to hit that 10k month and thinking I'm gonna hit that 10k month like I'm gonna enjoy this month I'm gonna enjoy the money that's coming to me I'm gonna enjoy the money that I'm spending and you'll get to the end you might even be at that 15k month exactly and uh, even things like that like if you'd said to me two months ago or whatever three months ago this whole mindset is really really new but if you'd said to me three months ago like oh you you can earn a 10k month I would have laughed in your face I'd be like not a chance that's like half my yearly wage how can I earn that in a month and suddenly I'm surrounding myself with people like you Ellie who are earning the six figure months who are you know, people within Evolve that are earning the fourth, you know, like surplus four figures, five figures, six figures, whatever. And for the first time in my life, I have felt so confident that, yeah, by the end of this year, I can be earning six figures. Absolutely. And I'll say that to some people. I might say it to family. I might say it to friends, work colleagues, and they'll be like, all right, Emma, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. that's fine. But I trust myself. I back myself, and I'm like, no, it's it's achievable. And then you know, they'll just watch and be like, oh, she yeah. did it. How did she do it? 100%. And the whole thing, like, I love the whole like lucky girl affirmation thing, and like, I am a lucky girl, and things come towards me. But equally, I know what I want. I know where I'm going. I've got my mindset behind me. I've got the strategy behind me. And yeah, you can do it. You can 100. I remember as well. And this is a thing, like, you. First of all, you sometimes feel like you're you sound crazy yourself. You also have people <laughs> around you that will tell you you're crazy. When I left Co-op, which is the supermarket I worked at, if you're not based in the UK, Co-op is a supermarket here. Um, and when I left Co-op and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go do my business full time. Everyone was like, oh, you'll be back next month. Like you'll be mm-hmm. back next month. And it's like four years down the line. Well, like three and a half years down the line. Sat with my own. They're probably still working at Co-op, but I'm sat with my own house and a six-figure business at 24 years old which you know is absolutely mind-blowing to me but I know that when I had these goals in the very first 
you know time of business even my dad used to, who my dad's like my numbers number one fan biggest supporter will used to say to me like do your business full-time for like two or three years um sorry do your business for two or three years before you go full-time with it and then literally <laughs> after like I don't know it was like under six months I went full-time with it because I was matching way over my co-op wage uh-huh. and it was just getting bigger and bigger and I was like I was in a really fortunate position because I was living at home I only had a certain amount of outgoings but I was like if I can bring in one thousand two thousand pound a month I am sorted um and I left like after a couple of months went full-time in my business and here I am and I always say to dad I'm like do you remember when you said I should do business for full-time like um business for three years before I go full-time and and it's funny and and that's what it's really important to understand with beliefs that we have around everything but specifically money as well is a lot of the time it is our parents beliefs or carers or teachers or people we've been surrounded with and it's actually looking at those and thinking is that something I choose to believe or can Mm -hmm. I embody a new belief that can support and benefit me um but yeah, and they've got the best intentions. They oh, have yeah. 100% the best intentions for you. Like my mom and dad, we had an amazing upbringing. I'm so grateful for the upbringing that we had. And we'd go on holidays. We'd go on multiple holidays a year to America and whatever else. But they worked themselves to the bone. Like they, the amount of stress they were under, the amount. I remember that. I remember seeing them as a child and how stressed they were. And I, without even realizing it, I think I was like, I don't want to be like that. And it's only since getting older and, you know, getting a career and having my own, let's say, children, child, um, that I've realised that is the last thing that I want to do. Um, and I mean, even since, you know, doing network marketing and all my other online work, I now only work two to three days as a midwife, which, and I do, I don't do 7am till 7pm, I do 8am till 4pm. Wow. And I come home and... I can work on my business in the evening, but I look forward to it. It's not a chore. I found so much fun in working my online businesses. And I know some people are looking at me and, you know, judging me and whatever, but I just remind myself that they're not paying my bills. I'm paying my bills. And just as we're having this conversation, my weekly commission has just come through and I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Like I'm trying not to be like a grinning Cheshire cat on the call. Um, and again, it's just that money flows to me, like money, yeah, effortlessly, effortlessly <laughs> flows to me. And I say, you know, at the moment we've got this mortgaging principle, which is great, and just waiting on all the paperworky bits to go through. But secretly, in the back of my mind, I and people know about this. It's not that much of a secret. I've got actually a different house that I am looking at, and like I said to my brother and my sister-in-law and I'm like oh well I'm gonna be a millionaire by the end of the year and yeah I'm taking the piss out of myself a bit there but at the same time I'm trying to say no like I will be able to afford that house like I just will yeah it will happen a matter of time it's actually interesting when you were just saying about the mortgage principle again it just reminded me because of my whole thing obviously getting this house is actually again to do with like the energetics of money and I think unintentionally as much as I was into money mindset back then like when the whole process started which is like way over a year ago now um it wasn't as intentional as I am with it now so obviously with my mortgage we got the mortgage offer as in me and my ex then Uh I left him so then it was like right Uh buy this house on my own go through the mortgage process again get my own mortgage in principle um everything like everything was on my own and at the time I think I had like two years books of self-employed and I remember I was phoning the development and being like um I'm gonna get in the house on my own sort of thing and 
yeah like I've got my own mortgage and principal it's all sorted and I remember the salesperson like thinking like she was I think she was literally laughed on the phone and she was like <laughs> really rude to me and was like uh we need to see proof of that which obviously you know you're gonna send proof of them yeah um but I think she just couldn't comprehend because obviously we'd met with them tons of times like you have meters mm-hmm. and you buy a house um I think she just couldn't comprehend that I was earning x amount of money on my own independently mm-hmm. to, be able to get that house because it's not when you buy a house that like you get a mortgage it's not just your deposit it's actually proving you have that earning consistently every single month um, yeah. and they look through your bank statements and all the things um and yeah I think she was just kind of like shocked by that as well um which I thought was really interesting um mm-hmm. interesting yeah. to kind of see other people's mindset around money as well mm. and how you work on the back of that like you could have been dead put out and oh you know you could have double guessed yourself and been like actually maybe I don't maybe I don't deserve this like have I made this up am am I adding my numbers up correctly here you are you've just got to back yourself trust yourself work on that mindset and I'm not perfect I still have blockages payday came in and I still had that feeling of woo I've been paid followed by oh my god all my bills are going to be paid and I'm going to be left with nothing and then I sat back and I thought no I'm going to be left with loads and it's changed of like this is what I do whenever I pay my bills because having doing I do everything on my own now. So the whole entire obviously everything's on my whole entire house, everything business, it's all my own income. So I've got to be very intentional with what's going well. Mm-hmm. And it's a very big shift from when I was renting and how much was going out, opposed to now having like a full house. And when it goes out, I'm like, I get the same when I pay tax or VAT. It's like, I get to pay this bill. I get yeah. to pay my tax. And it's also like, wow, I get to pay my electric and I can put the heating on and be warm or I can pay my mortgage and have a roof over my head and it's actually changed mm-hmm. of like I get to pay this bill rather than oh for fuck's sake I've got to pay this and yeah. I've got to pay this and I've got to pay this yeah it's it's amazing the whole the difference it makes and like just how gen- generally positive I feel about money now rather than fearful of it I don't think I realized quite just how much of an impact that would have mm. on my mental health and how much better I feel around it yeah because I think as well there was a point in my um business specifically where it was like I was breaking even and the profit was like minimal but I didn't have tons to invest back into the business and I was like Mm. kind of getting stressed about that but then it was like shifting my mindset just in case anyone's at that point now in their business shifting your mindset of like you get to do what you love every single day and Mm. you're making enough money to put a roof over your head and put food in the fridge that's fucking amazing like that's cool Mm. enough everything else is yet to come and a bonus um I think what's interesting as well like as your commission came through you were essentially in receiving energy which is like when you yes that is a yeah I was like oh I created that (laughs) exactly so if anyone's listening there's um kind of like a pending weight and energy which will be when you're waiting for a refund to come in or you're waiting for the client to sign or someone to respond to your dm you're creating like a pending energy around it and blocking it versus like emma right now we're just on a podcast talking she's not thinking about her commission coming in but she's in that receiving mode so it can flow in um might be like you go for a walk or you take a bath but that's essentially you being in receiving mode letting go and not being attached to the money um and that's naturally how it will flow in um so emma if someone is listening today um and let's say for argument's sake they just want to do one thing this week that can enable them to start having a little shift around their money what's like one small easy thing that they could implement and do today 
I think we've already, yeah, we've definitely already touched on it, but work out your ingoings and your outgoings. And even if that isn't a deep dive into it, if you're in the same position as me as me and you literally had zero idea, just writing in right, like for me, I get this amount paid every month from this business. I get this amount paid every month from this business. Obviously, I'm a mum, so I'm entitled to child benefit. Just even things like that that I wasn't taking into account. Um what your partner's getting if you've got one and then working out right I know I need this much for bills I need this much for any outgoings or any essentials and just start there it doesn't have to be big it doesn't have to be like precise but even just doing that will open that money like will heal that money leaky money energy and then when you've got time, dive deeper into it and really get down. I even went to the penny. Like I used to just round it up or round it down. And if my bill, if a bill was like 56 pound and 20 pence, I'd be like, oh, it's 56 pound. But put them pennies down because they all add up as well. Yeah. Um, and that for me was the the biggest shift for me. It was doing that that allowed myself to be like, no, I am paying off that credit card. And then the rest just started flowing. Yeah, 100%. I think as well, like setting yourself money goals. So if you want to have X amount of money to invest into programs, masterminds, coaching courses, that's like a, I do like um, a money goal in business and a personal money goal every month, but that's Mm -hmm. something quite good to do as well. And also like savings, how much do you want to save every month? Work that out. Um, And then also I have some, so I have like in my Asana, I have like, right, these are my essentials. This is how much I want to save. This is how much I want to invest. Then I have basically like, I call it luxury money, which is like, right, um maybe I'm buying myself new clothes maybe I'm gonna go on a holiday like that kind of fun money I have like mm-hmm. literally planned out like roughly how much a month I want to spend on that so I can still save and invest x amount as well but yeah I think that's such a great tip um thank you so much for coming on the podcast Emma where can everyone find you um Instagram etc yeah so I'm on Instagram I'm at emmajane.thompson there's y and jane and there's no p in thompson um so yeah emma jane dot thompson over there you'll find all of my mindset work that i'm doing i am launching a mindset coaching course this year i'm putting it out there to the universe i am launching my mindset coaching um this year so keep an eye out on that and again with my network marketing if that's something you're interested in feel free to message me i'm really keen on getting rid of the stigma surrounding that business so yeah please drop me a message. Let's chat away. And yeah, thank you for having me, Ellie. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you have enjoyed listening, be sure to let us know by leaving a five-star review on iTunes or sharing and tagging us on your Instagram stories at Social. Keep on killing it.